I said today I'm just going to lay a simple foundation of what we need to expect. Amen. Today we said it's freestyle. Okay, let's take a seat for a moment. I'm trusting that you will understand what, what I mean by freestyle. I'm going to read for us as they prepare the song that I have asked them to prepare for today. You must not laugh if you know what happened yesterday. You must pretend you don't know. I'm going to read a few verses. Let's start with John chapter 4. Verse 23. Now here's what I want you to imagine. Imagine Jesus was speaking these words to you. He says, but the hour is coming and now is. The hour is, what time is it now? Okay. So you don't have plan B. They don't have plan B. Uh, maybe my wife should uh, help them with, with the, they'll just put their mic onto your tablet. I think the lyrics they have. Uh, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is to worship Him. God is spirit and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in in truth. So, in a sense, say it. Two things. I, we've preached about it. Eh? So, we're not going to preach about it tonight. But, the heart of tonight is that God is seeking. So, God wouldn't seek if there's plenty, would you imagine? And the biggest question is, will God find what he's looking for? Now I'm trusting God that even if God was not to find somebody else, he'll find you. That tonight, if God is looking for a true worship, he'll find you. Amen. And so the Bible says, in spirit and in truth, we've explained all of that. But I want us to say again, in truth, it's as God is revealed in his way. But it's also as David put it, you desire truth in the inner being so god must be worshipped according to his word in other words not the god we create but the god who's revealed by the bible amen but two without pretense okay the song will come just now let them just get the lyrics but the idea behind this song is that for those of us who worship god out of guilt we need to have a working theology of what's God's attitude towards us. Amen? God's attitude towards us is that he's forever having his hands open to welcome us. Amen? And so when we come into worship, let us not come like people who are not redeemed. Let's come, let's enter boldly. 
Let us hear God calling. Why? Because he's seeking, you know, for a worshiper. And I would imagine God calling each one of us by, by name. So the essence of the song is to remind those of us who are at a place where you say, hey, but I've messed up. But you being in the condition and the situation where you are, really it's no excuse not to worship God. Because you see, with God, acceptance does not depend on competence. With God, acceptance is in the beloved Son, Jesus Christ. The Bible says we are accepted in the beloved. Is that okay, saints? So if, I don't know if they, they, I need to be sure they have the lyrics first. Do you have the lyrics? Okay, let me continue. When they have the lyrics, we'll continue. Let's jump to Acts chapter 13. I'm reading from verse 2. It says, As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. As they fasted, as they prayed, as they worshipped, ne? the Holy Spirit said, So the essence of tonight is for us to have that thirst for the Holy Spirit to say. Amen. And the Holy Spirit, isn't it amazing that it doesn't speak just through the pastor? And unfortunately, the more we become churched, the more in bondage we become. The more we do not believe in the priesthood of all believers, the more we believe that the, the leader of the church is a ceiling of all God's gifts in the house of God. It's a sad thing. So we read in chapter 14 of 1 Corinthians. Let me take it from verse 26. What then shall we say, brothers? When you come together, what does your Bible say after those words, if it's an NIV? What does, what does um, the new King James or the King James say? It says each. When you come together, each has a what? A hymn, a psalm, a word of instruction, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. All of this must be done for the strengthening of the church. I'm sure you realize that the church that we see in the Bible and the church we are part of are two distinct, very different things. The church in the Bible, it says when they came together, there was an expectation that what we saw yesterday will happen every day. You saw what happened yesterday? It broke something into our lives as a church, isn't it? Why? Because there was a new song. 
there is a him there's a word of wisdom there's a word of prophecy there's interpretation there's tongues there's interpretation each one is there exercising what god has put in them for the benefit of the body so what is our expectation tonight our expectation is that the holy spirit will speak how does the holy spirit speaks he speaks through the word of god he speaks through our spirits so tonight the lord will lay a word in your heart come read the word of god amen let's we are still in chapter 14 let's go back to verse 14 for if i pray in a tongue my spirit prays but my mind is unfruitful so what shall i do i will pray with what but i will also pray with my i will sing with my i will also sing with my so clearly according to the bible there are songs that can be understood by the mind but there are also songs that are of the spirit the bible says when we whatever we do in the spirit or by the spirit the mind does not understand so if i speak unless there's interpretation the mind says oh wait kape you are just conjuring things up and so people are not free to allow themselves to just sing in the spirit and when they think there's a particular song that has to be sung they think that's the song that they should be singing when god is giving them a new song in their heart i don't know what whether maybe some of you heard some of you didn't hear yesterday there were two songs that were being sung you heard it there was one that was sung by Moachi, and there was one that was sung by oceans and if you were listening they were coming together so well and i was thinking to myself how i wish our church can understand that this is how it is done not that we come with five eight songs that we have practiced but we get into a space where god can take over and therefore nothing is left to the guys in the front but everything is left to the spirit of god is that okay let's go to the book of colossians chapter 3 just reading all the scriptures that you know to remind us that if we want to see true worship in our midst the letting go that has to happen of tradition verse 16 it says let the word of christ dwell in you richly doesn't that allude to worshiping god in truth let what the word of god dwell what richly as you do what as you teach so your teaching must emanate directly from the abundance of the word that indwells your heart doesn't that mean, doesn't it mean that in the same manner as you admonish one another as you encourage one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms how do you love that it is as if the bible intended to say to us if you don't know what to sing sing psalms but you see, some 
are the words that are inspired by God. So, in a sense, let's read this way. Let the word of God in Psalms dwell richly in you as you sing Psalms. As you sing spiritual songs. So, in a sense, and a very real one, we are doing injustice to what we call gospel, praise and worship, when we sing outside the true gospel, the revealed word of God. Amen? So tonight, that's what we are trusting God to experience. I'm trusting that God will touch your heart. The word that Joshua read yesterday, you remember the, the word that he read? That's what we are trusting God for. We're trusting God. Yesterday we were given a glimpse of what God has in store for us. Words of wisdom, words of exhortation, words of encouragement, prophecies, prayers, people acknowledging that the Holy Spirit says, I must come and pray for you. Now you see, if the Holy Spirit says to this one, pray for this one, you don't need to go there. You need to go to pray for the person. Are you following? Are we trusting God for that release where we can leap, we can dance, we can lie prostrate, we can kneel. And as I say, we don't need permission from one another. We already have permission. How's that? Let me tell you, for those of you who don't know the song, how many of you know the song? How many of you know this song? How many of you don't know this song? Wow. Those of you who know this song, I want you to look. How many of you don't know this song? This is a song. Maybe we'll try it later. We'll see. Maybe somewhere in the future. But this person simply says, for all that I have done wrong to God, God is still calling my name. He says, you calling my name to come into your arms, to be safe from fear and harm. Knowing this, knowing that God, you are still calling me. Yet, guess what? I still do the same things that I shouldn't do. Isn't that amazing that after you have messed him up and messed him up, he still says, even though your sins may be red as crimson, come. How many of you know Helen Baylor? How many of you know the song that says, Into the Sea of Forgetfulness? Wow. Clearly, we listen to different music, right? Eh? But the song simply says, Into the sea of forgetfulness, you've placed all of my sins. But I'm the one who keeps reminding you over and over again. It's like God, it's like you come to God. God, God and God says, What? God, I sinned. God says, Yeah, but the blood have, has washed you. You understand what I'm saying? And so you keep going to and fro in condemnation. 
There's a time when you are no longer sure, are you still a Christian? Can I assure you, if you are born again, you are a child of God. And the devil has no right to keep you out of God's presence. Why? Because the book of Job tells us that when the sons of God came before God, guess who was there? The devil was there. How can the devil go and talk to your father and talk you out of talking to your father? Are you with me? So tonight as we worship, I want you to come to God as someone who's aware that devil, you can't suggest to me how I should approach my father. And if there's anything you want to accuse me of, accuse me of the confidence I have in the redemptive power of the blood of Jesus. That the blood is sufficient to let me enter. Shall we stand up? Worship team want to come. How's that for Jesus? Isn't it good? Let's just clap hands for Jesus. From now, from this point onwards, it's freestyle. We're going to worship God, each one, as they know best how to worship Him. Amen. And if God lays something in your heart, the elders are here. Just come. We'll give you a chance to release that. Amen. So the first thing I would like us to do is to acknowledge the call. Amen. I want you and I to thank God that God, what is man that you are so mindful of him? Who am I, God? After all the things I've done, you still say, come to me. I love you unconditionally. There's nothing you can do to outsin my grace. There's nothing you can do to reduce or increase my love for you. It's unchanging. And I want us to enter boldly with a contrite heart. The Bible says in a broken spirit and say, Jesus, I thank you.